This is an IELTS Energy podcast, episode 156, a vital strategy for the toughest reading and listening questions. You are listening to the IELTS Energy podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Get started with our seven easy steps to a seven or higher at allearsenglish.com slash S-E-V-E-N. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you'll get a strategy that will pull you through the hardest parts of the reading and listening tests and help you come out on the other end with a seven. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Lindsay, what's going on in Boston? Boston. Very good. Very good. <laughs> we are in a little bit of a heat wave for November. Ooh. It's a little warm, but I'm sure next week, well, next week is Thanksgiving. So I'm looking forward to that. Man, I feel like once, like once you're into October, time just picks up speed until the new year. Like there's just yeah. one thing after another, right? Like you yeah. have Halloween and then Thanksgiving and then Christmas and it's then New Year's Eve and it's all just like packed in just boom, yeah. boom, boom. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Gosh, yeah, it's insane. I can't believe how fast the fall's gone, but yeah, well, that's life, I guess. I know, right? It's like winter almost, isn't it? No, winter starts in December. I think. Yeah, it's getting close. It's getting close. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we are going to have a very strategy focused episode today. Yes. Um, I don't think we get to talk about listening and reading a lot. We usually focus more on the speaking and writing tests. Yeah, that's because often those are the biggest pain points for our listeners, but it's important right. for us to go back because in the end, your score is an average, right? And we have to yeah. keep that in mind. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, depending on what degree you're going for, they may have higher requirements for the listening and reading than for the speaking and writing, right? It just depends on what sort yes. of degree you're going for. If it's a very, like, scientific research, you know, based course of study, then perhaps the listening and reading are going to be, those grades will need to be higher than the speaking. That's right. possible. Right, right. Exactly. That's a good point, actually. We hadn't thought about that before, but that's a good point. So yeah. we've got to nail the reading and listening. So how can we do it, <laughs> Jessica? What's the, what's the secret formula? <laughs> so, um, the, the overarching sort of big idea here is that you have to be active. You have to be an active mm -hmm. test taker on the listening and reading versus being a passive student who just waits for the answers to come to them, right? Because that's yeah. not, that's, that's not efficient. It's not going to help you maybe with the easy answers in the beginning of the test. But once things get tough, you know, listening sections three and four, reading passage three, when stuff gets 
it's difficult, especially you need strategies to help you because, you know, there's, you're not going to understand everything they say on the listening and you're, you don't have time to read everything on the reading let alone understand it. So you must have these active strategies. Um, in our course, of course, three, in our course, of course, um, three keys <laughs> IELTS, we do outline the specific strategies, the three step strategies you need for the listening and reading tests and specific question types. The strategies might change a little, like matching headings to paragraphs, for example. Um, however, an essential part of every strategy for listening and reading is prediction. Um, this, this forces your mind to be active and it lets you know what to expect and gives you an idea of what answer to listen for and what answer to look for on the reading. It's, it's necessary. It cuts out so much just wandering around the reading yeah. passage, yeah. wasting yes. time. Yeah. Yes. I like that. So being active, you know, having something, expecting that what's coming next or expecting the answer, predicting the answer, right? I like that. I like that. Yeah. I think we, we talked about this a little bit in our, um, opening the brain box episode. Uh, Ooh, it's connected. Yeah. It's connected mm. to that. So when you're reading the question on the listening or reading exams, when you're reading the question, um, you need to be accessing that topic in your mind, opening the brain box. And that's what helps you to predict possible answers. And that's what makes understanding fast. Whether it's listening or reading, you need to comprehend, you need to understand quickly, right? That's what we all want to do on the test. <laughs> and right. then you find the answer more quickly. It's all about timing, right? Making yeah. it fast for you guys. Yeah. Um, so let's do some examples. Mm, okay. uh, I'm just going to open this Cambridge book at random to look Ooh. for, let's see, let's do reading first. When it comes to IELTS, you need to know where to start, what steps to take, and when to take them. We can show you with the Insider Method Checklist. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash S-E-V-E-N and download it now. Okay. So this is, this is easier to show you if it's like a gap question, like sentence completion or summary completion. Um, right. let's talk about summary completion because that's one of the most difficult question types. Ooh, so yeah, when we're predicting, we, we must predict grammar and vocabulary. All right. Mm. So for example, this question says the Egyptians had, mm, <laughs> which could lift large pieces of Mm. So those are two blanks. Mm. So first of all, grammar. I mean, mm. do we need a verb? What do we need there? It sounds like we're looking for some kind of a noun there, right? Mm -hmm. So they had something. It looks like it's they had something with which allowed them to do something. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So we're, so we're looking for two nouns. When you do get mm. to the passage and you're scanning for these keywords and you find them, you read the sentence and you know that you, you need nouns. So you focus on the nouns in the sentence. Um, it's, it's a simple strategy. It's logical, but again, you must practice it, um, in order for you to carry it off well on the exam. So yeah. the Egyptians had Mm, which could lift large pieces of mm. So if I'm predicting vocabulary nouns, I'm going to say the Egyptians had people. The Egyptians had 
machines, devices, mm-hmm. um, strategies. Tools. Yeah, tools. Tools, which could lift mm-hmm. large pieces of what? What do you think? Some kind of material, like could be yeah, uh, wood. It could be I don't know clay. It could be yeah, Stone. something to create pyramids, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm imagining uh, this to be about yeah. pyramids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, of course, you don't have to predict as many words as Lindsay and I are giving you, but. This just helps you to be ready. So when you do look at the passage or you do listen to the person talking, then you're you're ready. Like as soon as the answer comes, you recognize it as the answer. You write it down. You're confident in your answer because you already kind of knew it, you know? Yeah. And if we link it back to the brain box strategy, which Jessica, I think, as you've said, is very complementary to this strategy. Mm-hmm. As soon as we know that we're reading about Egyptians, we might open our brain box and think about pyramids or think about other words that come to mind, right? Stones, pyramids, things like that when we think mm-hmm. about Egyptians, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and the title of this passage was Pulling Strings to Build Pyramids. So we're yeah. right. Good. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Let's think about a um, listening section four, because that's where it gets difficult. So listening section four is one person talking, which makes it harder to pay attention. Um, It can be harder to follow one one voice the whole time. If it's two voices, you can kind of track it more easily, right? Okay. It's more interesting. But the one voice, like a lecture, like a boring sort of lecture, it can be hard. And then the topic is always difficult because it's the last section on the listening test. So it's going to be the hardest, of course. So... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. The, um, this is a note completion for the, the last questions, 34 to 40. And the title of the note completion is monosodium glutamate. Oh my gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> which is MSG, which I think is easier to recognize. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, good. I feel better now. <laughs> but still, I mean, MSG. I, like MSG, what do I know about it? It's unhealthy. It's it often makes me think in of Chinese food. I don't so- know. Soy sauce. I was going to say it makes me think of soy sauce. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Soy sauce. That's what I <laughs> And I think of, uh, I, I think people started saying it was unhealthy in what? Not that long ago, like the late like 80s, the 90s. 90s. Yeah. yeah, something like that. So yeah. you started seeing all these signs in restaurant windows. No MSG. No MSG. <laughs> if you walk through the door, you will not consume MSG. Right. Exactly. When like, I'm not even sure why it's bad. Is it salty? I don't even oh, know. I don't know. It could be another one of those rumors. Yeah. We have right? a lot of nutrition rumors here in the US. These fads. Yeah. It's- so obviously, I mean, Lindsay and I are native speakers and we're looking at this topic and we're like, okay, I, what? Like, I don't even know about that. But remember guys, even if the topic looks difficult like this, IELTS is not going to expect you to know technical words. They're not yeah. going to expect you to know like these sort of chemistry terms or whatever is related to this. You already have the vocabulary you need to recognize the answer and get the answer. The answers are never going to be beyond you. All right. Mm. The, the words around the answers maybe will be beyond you. You won't understand them, but I promise you the answers will be words you know, even if it's difficult like this. So, okay. Um, let's look at one of the questions. It says glutamate is found in foods that contain proteins such as, mm, and mm. 
Okay, so like that that sounds hard, right? Because it has these mm-hmm. high level vocabulary words, glutamate, protein. Um, but other than that, you can understand what the question is asking and you can predict answers. So glutamate is found in foods that contain protein such as mm and mm. So what are we like what do we need to find to fill those blanks? What do you think? Yeah, it looks like we're looking for the name of a food, right? A simple kind yeah. of food that contains protein. That's exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> yes. and I mean if our listeners are preparing for this test like we encourage them to do by reading widely and you know looking at news articles in English, they should come across the word protein at some point. So yeah. hopefully we know what protein is. <laughs> but what what foods contain protein? Well, I, I think of meat, right? Meat contains yeah. protein for sure. And well, nuts also contain protein. Yes. Yes. For vegetarians, very mm-hmm. important. Nuts legumes. Legumes. Yes. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I love that word. Legumes. I always thought that was a really weird word when I looked at the pyramid, the food pyramid in school. You know, legumes. That's so weird. Because we never use it. Like, we never say that. We don't. Um, we don't. And uh, IELTS students, I highly doubt that that's going to be on the test. So don't worry. It's just a cool word. Um, but these words like protein, yeah, you should know. And foods that contain protein, these are um, – this is a, a food box in your head that when you open mm. it, it should, you yes. know, give you possible answers for this. And then when you look at the passage, you're going to know you're looking for food words. You're going to recognize it right away. Well, not looking at the passage, sorry. Listening to – the the passage um or it could be like specific foods like meat or nuts or it could be like dishes yeah like um let's see spaghetti bolognese i don't know what other pasta (laughs) i really like a pasta dish called pesto pasta but i don't think that has too much protein (laughs) no yeah it would have to be like like chicken pasta Mm. like seafood seafood linguine perhaps yeah right some kind of uh, or chicken on top of seafood or something yeah okay Mm -hmm. chicken on top of seafood oh sorry chicken on top of spaghetti (laughs) is what i meant (laughs) not seafood it's like what do you eat out there on the east coast (laughs) strange (laughs) (laughs) i know you have the lobster rolls like that's oh what you I don't remember. have lobster rolls on the west coast no it's not what? a thing here <gasps> i'm sorry <laughs> Isn't that i'm weird? so sorry <laughs> <laughs> i know i remember we took a vacation to like new hampshire and maine a couple years ago and just everywhere lobster rolls but they were so expensive and i was like I'm they are really expensive 12 for a sandwich oh it's so worth it it's so worth it yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, maybe I should have had more. Anyway, so <laughs> just to just to summarize our ideas from today, guys, um, you have to be an active test taker. You cannot wait for the answers to come to you. Yes. In our course, Three Keys IELTS, we have three simple steps to every strategy for listening, for reading, for writing. And part of the strategy for listening and reading is this step of predicting, using your knowledge, your experience, what what you have in your head to help you find the answers and recognize the answers 
quickly so you can get the answers you need, finish the test on time, get that high score. So again, remember guys, this isn't all of the puzzle. This is one very important piece, Yes, but it's not the whole thing. You got it. Absolutely. And a good complimentary episode to today's episode would be to go back to the brain box episode, right? Because that's talking a bit more about vocabulary, but it's on a similar level as this episode. So guys, if you go back to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com and type in brain box, and that was a, a coin that you a term that you coined Jessica brain box yep, I love it I, love I think it. it's great it's great um, get you'll go back to that article and that episode and get a sense of how to do this for vocabulary but it's a super important skill to get our sevens or higher definitely guys I mean we have so many tips and strategies and really important pieces of, of information in our podcast but again if you do want to see the whole listening strategy or the whole reading strategy then check out our course you can try it out for a dollar now and see if it works for you you got it all right well thanks for hanging out today Jessica and talking about this key strategy this is big my pleasure. Have I predict, Lindsay, that you are going to have a wonderful day. <laughs> a lovely, a wonderful day and a great weekend. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Have All a right. good day. Bye. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.